Welcome to the Life Over Coffee podcast. I am Rick Thomas. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. This is episode 177. 177. The title of it is An Exceptional Marriage Book for You. I have a book that I've just finished. It is now published and it is waiting at Amazon for you to pick up and you can go out there and pick it up and that would be fantastic. It is on marriage. It is called Get Ready for Your Best Marriage Now. Get ready. If you're thinking about dating, courtship, Getting married, this could be the most important book that you'll ever read. Now, I realize as you listen to that, it comes, it can come across as overstatement or hyperbolic marketing, but it really isn't. I have been in the counseling business for many years, and the most common situation that I have counseled are marriages in trouble. These troubled marriages did not just happen The problems in any marriage are rooted in the two people who are married before they were married. You see, we are totally depraved and we are uniquely fallen. What that means is is that all of us are different. We have our unique baggage that we bring into a relationship. And marriage is our most long-term relationship that you have with another person. Now, that is why I do more marriage counseling than anything else, because nearly all other relationships, I think all of them, they have a a quicker, a shorter termination point. You have siblings. Well, siblings, that relationship begins to separate as the siblings become teenagers and and start going in their own direction, and they don't don't have that, that much house time together. And then if you have a difficult work relationship, you could possibly uh, quit your job. If you're going through four years of uh, not-so-pleasant high school experience, well, it has a termination point as well. But marriage is longer. Theoretically, biblically, marriage should be 50 years or longer if God so blesses you and gives you uh, that many days. But because of that, you have two people who come together with unique baggage. They have unique problems, and it's like uh, taking two containers of contaminants and pouring them into a singular uh, container. And it becomes one flesh, and combustion is going to happen. All of us who have been married for, well, let's say six months or longer, we we know that to be true. And therefore, that is the reason that I've done more marriage counseling than any other kind. And that's why I've written this book. And what I've done is, is I've taken the common troubles that all of these marriages have and I put them in a logical, sequential order. But what I want you to understand about this book is that this book is a hybrid book. And what I mean by that is that if you are in marriage now and you're uh, clucking along, you're struggling, everything's not as it should be, this book would be perfect for you because it deals with all the common issues that people struggle with in a marriage. And so it's perfect for you. But it's also great for the couple that is getting engaged, about to get engaged, courtship, dating, whatever you call it. 
and they're planning on getting married. It's great for them. Then the reason for that is, is because I deal with all the things that are in their future, all the problems that are going to show up in their future, and they need to know. So there's two ways to figure out what kind of trouble you're going to have. You can get into it and be right in the middle of it and realize you've got problems and you need help. That's called marriage. Or you can be engaged and you can begin to read and study and learn about it so that when that day inevitably comes, I'm not trying to be pessimistic here, but I am a realist. And anytime that you put two sinners in close confines for an extended period, well, there's going to be fireworks. There's going to be combustion. There's just no way around this thing. And so it's a hybrid book. And so if you are married, I want you to get it, and you'll find a lot of help in the book. I have over 250 questions in this book. As you know from my writings, if you're familiar with my writings, I have call to actions virtually at the end of every article because what I don't want to do I really don't want to feel, fill anyone's head with, with knowledge alone. I, I want there to be application, a connection of that information that they have into the practical, functional, day-to-day lives that they are living. And so I have a lot of questions in this book that, that calls you to action. It calls you to reflection, to think about what you are reading for application purposes. I have been in the counseling business, if you can say it that way, for many years. And I have counseled many marriages in trouble, and they didn't just happen. And so I trust uh, that this book will help you. And if you're if you're interested, I want you to get it. I have links here in episode 177 titled, An Exceptional Marriage Book for You. Perhaps you know someone that Uh, is struggling in their marriage, then please send them this link and say, hey, why don't you check out this book? Or if you do premarital counseling, pastor, biblical counselor, discipler, parent, if you do premarital counseling, this would be a great resource for you to take a couple through. Now, this is the third book that I have published in the last year, and I've I published these books in a logical sequence. The first book that I published was Change Me, the Ultimate Life Change Handbook. And the reason that I published that book first is because doing counseling, as much as I have, it has I've been aware of this problem for a long time, is that the average Christian doesn't know how to change. They have a lot of books, they have a lot of information, they listen to a million sermons, but they don't know how to change. And so I wrote this book, Change Me, the Ultimate Life Change Handbook, as a a workbook, a tool book, a manual that follows 33 chapters through a transformative change process written a lot like an ST book, a systematic theology book in the sense that you don't have to read it from cover to cover. You can break in at, at any juncture in the book, depending on what you are struggling with, 
what you want to deal with in the moment. So it's like a, a manual or you're a, you're an automobile mechanic and you, you need some information about something that you're working on on this particular automobile. And so you pull the manual out and you open it to page 77 and you begin to read about this thing that you're working on in the moment. Well, this book can be read like that. I would encourage you to read it cover to cover, but I would also encourage you to read it as needed according to the the thing that's going on in your life. And so it's meant to be read multiple times. And I've had that feedback uh, as much as one person has read it five times the last time that we talked about it. Another person has read it three times. There's been multiple people that have read it twice. One person just blew through it just to get through it. And then they came back and now they're taking a more uh, plotting approach so that they can a- apply the things that they're learning. But I wanted to write Change Me just to get a foundational work out there for any believer that is interested in transformation. And then the second book that I published a few months ago is called Suffering Well, How to Steward God's Most Feared Blessing. Suffering Well is a play on words we want to suffer well, there is the possibility of suffering poorly. And we don't want to suffer poorly. We want to suffer well. But the the common denominator, whether you suffer poorly or suffer well, the common denominator is suffering. Now, you have no other option other than that. That is the only option. That's the only choice that any of us get we are going to suffer. The choice comes to whether we want to suffer well or suffer poorly. As I told a couple two weeks ago, uh, there's two paths in life, two roads that you walk down, that you can walk down. Both roads are titled suffering. But over one road, it says with God, and over the other road, it says without God. And so suffering is the path that every human in the world walks down. But the choice is you can suffer with God or without God. And so it becomes a stewardship issue. How do you steward what I called here, how do you steward God's most feared blessing? It's a take on what Job said in 3.15. The thing that I have feared has come upon me. At some level of our souls, we, we know that suffering is part of our life, and, and suffering comes and goes, but it is always there in different ways in our lives. And so it's our most feared blessing. And the reason that I use the word blessing is because God is the master orchestrator who can flip the narrative of our lives, and he can, he can take the hardships in our lives and, and make them uh, profoundly beneficial to us and to others, and of course, the uh, the most uh, profound, explicit uh, illustration of this is the cross of Christ. It looked like defeat. It looked like death. It was. It looked like everything was just going in the most horrific way when Jesus died on the cross. But we learn that the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. And so that deathly, dark, disturbing, despairing, disappointing, depressing moment on that hill called Calvary, God flipped the narrative, and there was a resurrection, and and 
through that, the narrative has been flipped, and many people have been have benefited from the death and resurrection of Christ. And so there is a blessing in our suffering. Of course, you see that narrative throughout Scripture. And so many people who went through difficulty, and then they came through the difficulty, and then used the difficulty for God's, God's fame and for the benefit of others. And so we want to steward God's most feared blessing. And so this second book is Suffering Well, and that is a universal opportunity that we all have, and so I wanted to get it out there. And it has been warmly received, and the reviews have been really good. People have benefited from it. And so change me on the transformation process, that applies to everybody. Suffering well, how to steward it, that applies to everybody. And now this third book, Get Ready for Your Best Marriage Now, a hybrid book that will be beneficial for the young couple or the elderly couple that's going into marriage. It kind of sets the table for them, and it identifies some of the things that uh, are going that will that will happen in their future and because i've been doing counseling for so long i can say that i'm predicting your future but that's not really true it's just this is these are common problems that happen to everyone and so it's a hybrid book for the person who's thinking about getting married and then it's also great for the person who is married and they want some marriage help and so i encourage you to get this book get ready a an excellent marriage resource now if you want to buy more than one copy if you want to buy more than 10 copies, I want you to contact us because you can get a discounted price. We will discount the price for you if you buy 10 or more. Someone wrote me this weekend and said that, uh, how much is a case? A case is anything you want a case to be. Uh, they ship, they're shipping them from Amazon, and so 13 can be a case, or 23, or 110 can be a case. It doesn't matter as long as it's 10 or more. And so if you want 10 or more books, we will give you a discount. And of course, you will pay for shipping and, and taxes. And so it will also depend on where we're sending the thing. If we're sending it down the street, it won't cost you much. <laughs> I'll take them to you. If we're sending them around the world, it could be a little more expensive. I sent uh, a book to the United Kingdom uh, today, and it was, you know, like $4 shipping. I sent one to Israel as well, and it was like $8, uh, something like that. I, I don't remember uh, uh, the shipping. I don't remember, but uh, but there's different prices depending on where the book is going to. But we will give you a discount if you order 10 or more. And so my friend ordered 15 copies of Change Me, the Ultimate Life Handbook. And he wants to do that in a work group. We also have pastors and biblical counselors that want to use this book, Get Ready, the marriage book, uh, in their uh, premarital counseling, and I do highly recommend that. Let me give you a caveat here. I deal, there's about four to five chapters that deal with sex 
uh, intimacy-related issues. And so if, you're, if you have a 13-year-old and you want to talk to them about dating, let me give you some advice here, parent. You read the book first. You read it first because it's more suited for pre-marriage and engagement type relationships as far as a starting point. The end point, it doesn't matter how long you've been married, it will be good for you regardless of the length of your marriage. But as far as a starting point, a couple that's starting, I would say they're serious about dating uh, they're about ready to get engaged, and it's more of a premarital book. But I want you to know that there, there's four or five chapters where I deal with sexual, sexuality, intimacy, uh, those type of issues, and it may be a little bit too explicit if you just want to give it. I, I would not give the book to my 13-year-old. I don't want to awaken love. I don't want to be having those types of conversations uh, too early with the child, so let that be a warning. But parent, I would encourage you uh, to get the book and begin prepping your own soul. By the way, it will also benefit you in your marriage, and then it will help you as your children become older and, and they're getting serious about dating as as in the sense that it's leading to something like engagement and marriage. But this book is the culminate, culmination of thousands of hours of counseling with marriages that, that came to me because they they either did not know the content of the things that are in this book, or they did not know how to apply it, or they refused to use what they already knew. But all of these marriages were in trouble, and they hoped to reverse years of poor decision-making and relational conflict. And so this book, you could say that this book has been field-tested, and that would be fair. It will work for you in proportion to your willingness to take it to heart while practically applying it to your life and relationship. Uh, my concern with any resource, whether it's ours or someone else's, is that people don't take it to heart and they don't practically apply what they are reading to their life and relationship. Books can be, you know, like sermons, they can be great sermons. I love that sermon. But we have to take the sermon, or we have to take a good biblical book, we have to take it farther than just listening to it and being grateful for it, or even deriving a nugget or two out of it. And so I recommend that you read this book slowly, and reflectively, and prayerfully, and conversationally. You really have to do that. I recommend that you read it with a highlighter and that you highlight. You know what highlighting does? It creates ownership. When you read something out of a book and, and a quote or a line, a phrase jumps off the page and you highlight it, you're making it your own. You're slowing down and you're starting to own that that line, that sentence, that saying, whatever it may be. And so you want to read it that way. And then you want to re read reflectively. It's not about getting through the book. 
this is one of my pet peeves with book reading, is that now I'm, I'm not talking about a, a fictional book or a, a joyride where you're just reading the book and it's just total pleasure. I'm not talking about that, but I'm, I'm talking about a, a transformative book, a book that you want to work down into your psyche, into your soul. If that's the book that you're holding in your hands, then you need to read it slow, and you need to reflect upon it. And as you are reflecting upon it, you want to be talking to God and asking the Lord, even before you start reading, God, help me to see what I can't see. Help me to discern what I'm not able to discern. And then you want to start talking to somebody about it. The teacher always learns more than the student And if you're able to teach the things that you're learning, if you're able to communicate the things that you're learning, this is taking highlighting a passage to another level. It's a similar thing. It's a similar idea. You're owning it. When you highlight it, it becomes, it starts becoming part of you. But then when you re-articulate it, when you restate it audibly, verbally, out loud to someone else, You have to really think about it, to put it in your own words. And so when you go conversational with these things, then it it begins to become part of you. You inculcate it into your soul. And so I recommend that you read this book slowly and reflectively, prayerfully and conversationally, and you may want to read it more than once. As I mentioned earlier, this book was, it's not meant, I don't write my books from the point of view of just one and done. I really don't. It's not meant to be read and shelved. It is a reusable tool that will never wear out, no matter how many times you use it. And so I would encourage you Uh, to use it as often as need be. At the end of every chapter, I have my call to action opportunities. We believe that obedience is both passive and active. Passive is what God is always working in you and doing in you passively as you read scripture, listen to sermons, meditate on God, enjoy relationships with another human. There's this passive activity of the Spirit working in your life, but we must be doers of the Word as well. Our faith must must have action to it, and so I have call to action opportunities that are meant to probe your thought life as well as your practical experience. And so I would encourage you to ask the Spirit of God to open your eyes to see any hidden things that are there. Now, granted, it will take a lot of humility. And one of the difficulties with a marriage book is that it does take two. And one of the things that you will find out with marriage, those of you who are married, you know this, is, is that though you are one flesh, you are two unique individuals, and we all we're all we're not repenting at the same time and at the same pace we're not maturing together 
And I would say virtually every marriage has someone out ahead of the other person, and that's typically how it goes. It could be the husband is is more mature and moving along in their faith at a, a better pace, a more consistent pace than the wife is. Or it could be the wife who's farther out than the husband, and he's dragging along, and, and she's moving along more consistently in her Christian maturity. And that's the way it goes, and, and that will make it a hindrance. That will make any marriage book a hindrance if one is more into it than the other. But what you want to do is you want to personally, as, as much as, as God is working in you and giving you the light uh, to change, you want to ask Him to open your eyes. Regardless of what your husband or your spouse does or doesn't, a wife doesn't does or doesn't do, uh, that doesn't hinder you from changing, and so you will benefit greatly from this book, even if you are doing it alone. And so, ask the Lord to give you the courage to change what needs changing, no matter how hard it feels at the moment. And, and above all else, expect God's favor on your life as you humbly submit to His guidance while you move through this book. Again, it's called Get Ready. It is a marriage resource. And the reason that I'm appealing to you to expect God's favor is because if you are walking in humility, that is exactly uh, what the Lord will do. He gives favor. He gives grace to the humble you can interpret that in James 4, 6 as empowering favor. It empowers you. It motivates you to change. And so if you're willing to walk in humility, then expect God to bring change in your life. I do want to read one—I uh, have, have three endorsements here in these show notes, uh, but I'll read one of them. This is from Dr. Mark Schmitz. Uh, from Soul Care NC Counseling. NC is for North Carolina. He's in Hickory, North Carolina. Soul Care NC Counseling in Hickory, North Carolina. Mark Schmidt says this, As a pastor and counselor, I am constantly on the lookout for resources that can help me to assist people seeking aid in relationships and their marriages. Get Ready does this in a very thoughtful way by looking at the issues from premarital dating to deep relational hurts, identifying the root cause of marital problems. In an easy-to-read format, Rick's examination takes the biblical root to the heart of the couple. His message helps couples to see that the heart is where problems originate. The book is thoroughly biblical while exceptionally practical. Get Ready is a collection of wisdom that every discerning pastor or counselor will want on his shelf. Thank you, Dr. Mark Schmitz from Soul Care NC Counseling in Hickory, North Carolina. I do want to share with you the folks that did endorse the book, and I want to thank them for it. We had more endorsements that we than we could put in the book for space reasons, and for those of you who uh, read the book, uh, thank you for reading it. Uh, I took the endorsements in the order in which they came, and so uh, the first one that came in was from Sarah Lang. Sarah is a in the biblical counseling ministry uh, in 
Wisconsin, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And so she is an official cheese head. And so Sarah Lang, thank you for reviewing this book. And I have her review here that you can read. And then Julie Ganchow is Director of Biblical Counseling at Reigning Grace Counseling Center. Julie read the book as well. And she gave a review, and so thank you, Julie. Uh, that's from Missouri. And so we have uh, Wisconsin cheeseheads, and then we have uh, a Missouriite, or whatever we call that, Julie Ganchow. And then Karen Gall. Karen Gall is from uh, southern Ontario in Canada. She read the book and gave us a review. There's Dr. Daniel Berger. Uh, he is from Greenville, South Carolina, which is where I live. Daniel and I are, are good friends, and he reviewed the book as well. Thank you so much, Daniel. So we have Wisconsin and Missouri and Canada, Karen Gall, and then we have Greenville, South Carolina with Daniel Berger. And then we have Mark Schmitz. I read his review to you just a few moments ago. He's from North Carolina. Thank you so much, Mark. Uh, for reviewing the book. And then we have Demelza Marie from uh, the United Kingdom. Demelza, I've known for a few years, and she has read the book and, and given us an excellent review. Uh, so thank you so much, Demelza, uh, for reviewing this book. I'm, I'm quite appreciative. And then finally, we have Derek Black from uh, Alaska, Soldatna, Alaska, and I have been up there to do a couple of conferences over the past few years, and uh, Derek wanted to review the book as well, and he did, and for the others of you who read it and reviewed, thank you so much for doing that, and so you can read all of these reviews from these people in this book. You can go to episode 177, is titled, An Exceptional Marriage Book for You, there's links here to all three of our books, Get Ready, Change Me, Suffering Well. I also have a short video here for the Get Ready book that you can use if you want. You can use it for promotional purposes within your church. Remember, if you want quantities of 10 or more, just contact us. There's a link here in these show notes where you can do that and say, hey, we want to order so many books. Tell me what the price would be, and here's the address we want to ship them to. We'll do that for you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. You have been listening to Life Over Coffee with Rick Thomas. If you have a question for Rick, you can let him know by sending him a note through his website, rickthomas.net. That's rickthomas.net. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your coffee.